0: Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast, a show where we're going to chat about all things summer camp, from games, spiritual activities, to scheduling, staffing, and more. Brought to you by Bryant, Connor, and Jackson, along with other staff, volunteers, and campers of chioke here in Calhoun, Louisiana.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. It's me and Bryant here again, um, and this time we got our friend, Uh, Jordan, but not the Jordan that was on here last time, different Jordan, this is Jordan Summit, Um, works out here at camp doing really a lot of stuff with the hunting camp and different things like that. Do you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit? Sure.
2: Yeah, my name is Jordan Summit. Uh, Willie brought me on for uh, hunting camp this year, which is a new thing that we're doing here at Camp Chioka, and uh, you know, really my first time being able to be out here at camp. I've always dropped my kids off, but... It was pretty cool to just be out here this year, watch you guys work with these kids, and see how uh, much of an impression you leave on them.
1: And like for me, this is my third year counseling, and I've had your son, Rhett, in my cabin. I think five times. (laughs) So I think over my three years, I've had Rhett five times. So I've known who you are, but I've never gotten to like have any kind of relationship with you or anything outside of you picking up Rhett and dropping off
2: Rhett I don't know whether to tell you I'm sorry or you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) well
1: we have this thing for junior weeks for people that won't know this called outstanding camper award and it's kind of just goes to your kid uh, to the kid in your cabin that is um, well really like a lot of it has to do with like behavior for the junior weeks like just rewarding a kid for like being well behaved um, being where they're supposed to be and also being encouraging to the kids around them and just kind of showing love um and for me, Rhett has won that award all five times he's been in my cabin. Um, so I definitely think it's more of a thank you than a, uh, than yeah. a than an I'm sorry.
2: I like to think he's a good boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and the cool thing about Jordan that we kind of wanted to bring him on um, the podcast for today is that, as he said, he's kind of like this is his first year out here, and he wasn't really like, – he didn't get involved with us as a staff because he was over – doing a lot of things that were, like, away from where we were. Um, and so for him, he kind of has this fly-on-the-wall perspective, as he would call it. That's right. And also he gets to, like, the experience of his kids when they come home and tell him about camp and uh, also getting to see us interact with the kids throughout the day, but where we we aren't necessarily involved with them day-to-day. Day. Um, so he has an interesting perspective that uh, a lot of parents probably wish they had. Um, and so just getting to talk about that, like, what did you get to see out here this summer?
2: You know, uh... Like I said earlier, Willie brought me on really to, to help prepare for the hunting camp coming up. And so we had this big archery project for our 3D course down there. And, and really, um, like Jackson said, I was, I was down there just, you know, working all day, every day. And uh, the, the first parts of the week, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the first part of the summer, you know, I would, I would only have maybe one or two hours of the day that I would get to interact with the counselors and, and uh, the campers coming in. But just as the summer went, things got finished, and I got to move around, and you know, really got to move around the camp and and see everything that was going on. I was also doing a lot of video work um, for a promotional video that we're putting together, and um, I was able, like Jackson said, to be kind of a fly on the wall. And other than just dropping my son off every year, I, I never really got to hear anything about camp, other than just when he got back. You know, he didn't write letters home. Can't really do that. Don't really see him at the end of every day. So it's just at the end of the week, you get just this big rush of stories that all just kind of jumble together. And ultimately, it was just a good week at camp. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so this year, like I said, being out here, I really um, I was kind of, you know, off on my own a lot. But I was able to watch these counselors, watch how they interact with the kids, see how they Educate them and, and leave great impressions on them. Um, how they take care of them, um, they guide them. I mean, it's 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 something that does a parent's heart good is to see these kids uh, being guided by such good people. And uh, with Rhett, especially, you know, I, every time I would see him around camp, he'd come up and give me a hug or whatever. Which you know, you got a little bit of a instead of catching the stories at the end of the week, you got That's to catch right. a few of them. That's right. So I'd hear stuff during the day, or I'd even get to witness some of this stuff. And um, I I told these guys, I had a bunch of these guys over, these counselors over for, for dinner the other night, and I told them, I said, until you have kids, you will not appreciate the job that you guys have done here at camp for my children. And I want all parents to know that when you send your kids to, especially this camp, You're going to have people that are going to take care of them. You're going to have people that are going to teach them, um, guide them, and uh, ultimately, you know, help them get closer to Jesus. And uh, probably one of the coolest things, and we can talk about this more in a little bit, but one of the coolest things is that when we got home, or when Rhett got home from a week at camp, um, we were, I think we went on a trip or something that Saturday, and Anyway, we all kind of woke up late on Sunday morning and were scrambling to get ready for church, as most families are, I'm assuming. And uh, we were literally, like, we had to leave, like, now or never to get to church. And my youngest son wasn't ready. My wife wasn't really ready. So we were like, well, let's just, I mean, we can watch it, you know. Now they've got it on Facebook where you can watch service, and we can just do a Bible study here at the house. Well, Rep was just, I mean, just ready to go, hey, I want to do the Bible uh, lesson. I really want to do it. I learned so much at camp. I want to do the Bible lesson. And for these people to know, like, Red right is eleven, ten. 10? Yeah, he's 10. 10. He's 10 years old. So, he's, you know, he's kind of getting into that way of, of his, uh, you know, his age, where he's really starting to pick up on things like the gospel. And, uh, you know, we teach our kids from the time they're little bitty all the way till, you know they get out of the house um, about Jesus but but to hear rev say I want to teach the Bible lesson today and then we said okay tell you what do it let's let's see it and he sat down and he gave me the full gospel and just from Jesus came down he died for our sins he went back to heaven he's coming back again one day I mean just the whole thing I mean it was a 30 40 minute Listen. I mean, just coming from a kid's perspective. And for me, I mean, I was in the chair just bawling, you know, just like, oh, my gosh, my son is just growing up, you know. And uh, anyway, it was really special.
1: And w- when we were over at your house, I know for me, like, you were telling that. And I remember just saying, like, man, that's the coolest thing to hear because they heard a lesson from a counselor and he kind of took it and ran with it and made it, he That's right. like, almost applied it to himself in a certain way and was able to, like, talk about it and all that. Because we, as counselors, don't really even get to see that. So hearing it from you, That's like, right. the encouragement from you was just crazy because, like, we're, we're spending all day. We, we feel like some of these kids hate us and, like, because yep. we're getting on to them and telling them what to do. And then we don't really know if anything sticks because we don't really have time for them to.
2: You know what I mean? Well, and, and, and I was a camp counselor back when I was in college, and, and you almost feel like a glorified babysitter sometimes. and and But you have to remember that what you do and what you say and how you treat these kids can affect them for the rest of their lives. And and the way you guys were able to teach my son and, and talk about things, um, it was just amazing. I mean... He, he got Outstanding Camper, okay. I mean, I'm proud of that. But when he came home and gave me a Bible lesson, like, that was amazing. It was amazing.
1: And that is honestly, like, just the coolest thing for us here. I don't know. Do you feel the same way about, like...
0: Yeah, a lot of times you do get caught up in, like, uh, like a lot of kids take a little more grace and they take a little more patience. And then you question, man, this this kid might just think that I'm constantly getting on to him because I want to show my authority. Yeah. And then you have times where that kid comes up to you at the end of the week with with his mom and's like, "Mom, look at my friend. I want to take a picture with my friend." And it's like, "Okay, so they understand like that we're here for him and we want to talk to him and we want to teach him about the gospel, but they like sometimes I get caught up in like thinking they might think of me only as an authority figure rather than a friend who's willing to like talk to them and work through with the stuff that they have on their hearts and stuff like that." So it is just I mean you don't always get to see the seeds that you plant turn into like like the harvest but it's just amazing and a blessing to to get to see that for sure yeah definitely that like babysitter feeling comes
1: in we kind of have a lot of junior weeks towards the end of the year
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and you get those little kids and you're and you're running around with them and it's not as spiritually deep as you're used to from the beginning but like realizing that influence is still there just in the way that you act and the way that yeah. you treat other people um, and That's they're true. gonna see that and repeat it and understand it and like I don't know all that stuff you just don't see it going in so like keeping that in your mind can be so important mm-hmm. and something that I think a lot of us forget to do
2: and and a lot of parents are or or I should say were like me where you know, I, and I was actually, I, I wish I could have said something at the very last day of, of our, uh, day camp. Um, I wish I was able to tell all the parents, like, listen, you guys dropped off your kids at eight o'clock every morning. You picked them up at four or five o'clock, but you know what? During eight to five, that time was spent with great people that taught them things that took care of them, um, And you just didn't get to see that. But a lot of them, I guarantee you, they go home. They see how their kids act. They see all the stories that they tell. They hear about, you know, let me take a picture with my friend. Um, And and then here we are. We're sitting. Camp's over. You know, it seemed like just yesterday it just started. And so we're sitting here. It's over. Camp's empty. I, I pulled up here Monday ready to go to work. And I was like, man, I was just so empty. I went and rang the bell just to start to here you know and uh, anyway but the, just being here this year has been an unbelievable blessing for me um really to get to know you guys i wish i'd gotten to know you more but be, be able to see you interact with my son have both my boys uh here's what's cool
1: for us coming over and seeing slade and him being Yeah, so excited just to see us all.
2: (laughs) Slade's like you know he's Slade's young and and this was his first year at day camp and um, what's funny about that was that he he was able to come back and he was drawing and he was drawing the symbols he was drawing the gospel symbols and he had a little help but he was he was remembering everything and he was pointing up and he was doing all the motions he was singing the songs and everything that you guys were teaching him and for a for a five year old boy. That's pretty amazing. So give yourself a pat on the back for that. Um, Just an unbelievable, unbelievable thing that you guys do here with these kids.
0: I think a lot of that goes from the staff from top to bottom, whether it's executive director or junior staff or the guy working on the archery, Jordan, or other Jordan working on maintenance. Like, just Chioka as a whole has a staff, a heart for kids, and a heart for reaching. And uh, providing a place for kids to experience God and experience love. Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely, like, the one mission. And I even think a lot of it you could address, like, um, you could say, like, Lauren Mosher's passion. Yeah. Like, she kind of, like, heads up our junior weeks, specifically. Just the junior weeks, and she kind of heads that stuff up. And like, her passion for kids and, like, how much she pours into us to say, all right, y'all just got to stay on top of it this week. Like don't, don't make this week any like less special than the other weeks for you. Like you have the same opportunity to pour into these kids and change their lives that you do during a high school week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like her passion for the little kids, um, pours over into me and I'm sure all the other staff too. Just seeing, um, that and then hearing stories like this lets us know that we still have an impact, you do, which is really good to hear and seeing kids around just around town and stuff see little kids and they remember you from camp and they run up to you in a restaurant after church or whatever. And their parents, you know, make, you can see how happy it makes their parents. So their kids are excited to see the people that were at camp. Yeah. Um, and well, that's really cool just to see that there really is more of a lasting impact during those weeks than you even
2: imagine. Well, and it's one of the, and, and not only for the kids too, I mean, especially me this year, um, like I said, when I came into this, I, I'm I'm kind of an introvert anyway, so I, I don't really I keep to myself, do my job, don't really interact if I don't have to. That's just my personality. Um, but you know, if you you give me a microphone, I'll open up a can of worms and we'll we'll get to talking. <laughs> but uh, for me, being able to be down here and 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 really watch you guys and observe not in a creepy way but, <laughs> but be able to be down here and, and watch it from a parent's perspective um, you know my wife she she's only able to get on the computer and look at the pictures you guys post every day and, yeah. but when I get home at the end of the day she's like how's Rhett what's he doing what was you know was he upset about anything was he having fun was everybody being nice like he's, she just asked me a million questions like he's great you know he's doing a good job he's being a leader out there um you know I just I for me I I think I think as far as what I did for camp was way less this year than what camp did for me uh personally on a spiritual level um it it definitely is just it's changed my life it really has I know that sounds really silly and probably something like somebody should say on a podcast but it really has and and I and I've told Willie that you know um I wasn't real sure about coming down here, um, coming from where I work at Buck Commander and and really kind of changing my role from going into, from video straight to trying to help prepare a camp for, for hunting, um, for a hunting camp. And so it was all new to me this year and I'm so, so glad that it happened that way. So I could really witness uh, you guys and how you work and, and uh, I really hope I'm back next year, I really do. That goes for both of us, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really
1: hoping we get to be back and do all this again. Um, Especially when you have, like, man, I mean, like, hearing stories like that and you have interactions with kids, like, I can think of, like, Rhett, for example, just, like, Rhett was always a kid that we, like, there would be stuff that would happen sometimes in our cabin during cabin forum, I and, like, kids are outside fighting or whatever, and like something goes on and you got to call them all in and try and figure out what happened and sort it all out. And most of the time in that cabin, when I've read this year, I would send everyone else outside and I would pull red in and I'd say, all right, red, what happened? (laughs) And, and, and Rhett's just, Rhett's not going to lie. Like, I just know Rhett's not going to lie to me about what happened. He's going to give me both sides and he's going to be pretty fair about it. Yep. And he'll tell me just exactly what happened. (laughs) And, so I call right in, I figure out what happened, and then, and then I go from there. And so you have kids like that, and, like, you get to kind of build a relationship with them. That And I know Rhett's going to be around here for the rest of his life until he's in college or That's whatever, right. pretty much. Um, at least as much as he can be. Um, and so I know that there's going to be, like, a lasting relationship there for me and Rhett as a, you know, whatever role I play in his life going forward. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to see stuff like that. And also kids, like, I had a kid one year named Braden. And I've had him actually two years, I think. And the kid's awesome. And But the first year I had him, I had to get on to him, like, probably everywhere we went. I, was, I mean, I was pulling him out of the group and talking to him every time we did anything. But he's also the same kid. I was pulling him aside, and I made sure to tell him. At the end of every time I got on to him, I was, like, really intentional about that year. and probably should have been more so this year. I didn't do it as well. But about saying, like, I love you. Like, I'm, not, I'm getting on to you because I love you, and I want you to have as much fun as you can out here at the end of every time I got on to him and it's the same kid that was walking around wanting to hold my hand everywhere we went and like always tell me he loved me. And like now that kid's one of like, I'm his, he runs me every time he comes here, even though he's a kid I was getting on to. And so like you can have that relationship with a kid that's really easy, like Rhett to like, he's just there being awesome all, all week. And then a kid that you know, is not as disciplined, just, a little more wants to run around and do his own thing, which is fine. But keeping him in line, and then you can have that same good relationship with both kinds of kids. I don't know. The impact is is pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. And and to use my other son as an example, he was really excited about coming here for day camp just because big brother does it, and and he was looking forward to it. And he knew I was going to be out here, but I wasn't going to be with him the whole time. I told him that. I said, I'll see you in the morning. I'll check on you at lunch, and then I'll pick you up. I want you to be out here and have fun with the other kids and learn and all that. And he was excited about it. But then once we had the drop-off, things took a little, they took a left-hand turn, (laughs) and uh, he, he... wasn't ex- <clears throat> he wasn't as excited about it <laughs> as he had been before and uh, I remember Grace went and sat by him and I was sitting by him trying to you know coax him into hey let's stay here and he's just I want to go back to daycare and yeah, I'm going to go back to preschool and everything and I was like no buddy you got to stay here this will be fun you're going to have a great time and Grace has got a little bag of gummy worms or something and she's trying to talk him into staying. and he takes the gummy worms and you know, tears kind of dry up. and Anyway, he ends up meeting Mimi, who was one of his counselors. And and kind of Mimi was like a big sister to him all week. And uh, he was very, 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 uh, had an attitude change. He was very different about it the rest of the day. He was like, oh, Dad, this is fun. Actually, every time he saw me, he said, Dad, you need to go back to work. <laughs> every time he saw me, he'd say that. <laughs> and then uh, what was really funny and, and also made me happy um, it made me happy and sad it was a little bittersweet but the very final day of camp um, that morning I told him I said you know today's the last day of camp and his eyes just started watering up and I turned around and looked at him he goes I don't want to leave camp I thought i get to come to camp from now on. he was so upset he thought in his mind that now, you know, he doesn't go to school anymore or, or daycare. He goes, he goes, to, goes camp. to camp. Like, that's it. That's what we do from now on. Oh, yeah. Where we, where we get to go swim once or twice a day. We get to eat lollipops at snack time. And, and we get to hang out and have fun. Man, and, if, uh, if only Slade
1: was right and we got to work <laughs> camp year round.
2: And so he, he was just bawling, crying. And we got home that night. And he was like, I want to go back to camp. I want to go back to camp. It's like, buddy, they're gone. Like, there's not, you go back, there will be nobody there. And he just did not understand it, you know. And, and yesterday when I got home from work, he said, Daddy, were, were all the counselors at camp? I said, no, sir, nobody was at camp. I told you that. And he was like, oh, I miss camp. He was, I can't wait to go back next year. And I was like, man, that's it. That's what it's about right there. Oh, that's
1: so funny. I just really, I love the, like, some kids don't believe that we're even going to, like, some kids don't believe that we sleep out here when they're not here. Yeah. And then some kids think them. we're here all the time. <laughs> it's just, I know, it's funny. <laughs> they just don't really know what's going on. They're just here because this is where they are.
2: <laughs> and then. <laughs> well, what made it better was that, so the following Sunday at at church, we, we see you guys walking across the parking lot. I thought everybody had gone home. And uh, like I said, I, I, I didn't do as good of a job this summer to get to know you guys like I should have. I just kind of watched and observed, like I said earlier.
1: Yeah, that creepy and way.
2: That creepy way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Slade spots one of y'all, and he's like, daddy, 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 counselors, counselors. So I look over, and I, Connor was the closest one, so I hollered him out the window and then waved at the rest of you guys. When we were sitting in church and happened—I mean, wasn't on purpose—I looked down the aisle and on the same aisle as y'all. Looked at my wife and I was like, "Man, I really would like to have them over for dinner or do something for them, like for everything that they've done for us and 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 our boys." And she was like, "Oh yeah, you should invite them to go do something." Was, Fortunately, you guys came over for dinner and I was able to get to know you a little bit for two or three hours. The other away from camp, you know, which was good yeah. and. And I promise you next year, if I'm here, we'll do more of that. Um, but it was really great for, as a parent, to be able to take these guys and girls out of their element here at camp and be able to see that they live the same kind of life away from camp. They were in my house. We ate food. We'd, we we've had fellowship and um they played with slade and built a fort <laughs> yeah built a fort you know and so with all
1: 50,000 of his uh nerf guns that's right
2: <laughs> lucky you didn't get the legos out oh man i hate cleaning up that mess but anyway and so it, it it was a good feeling for us to be able to to bring you guys in and and really like i said just get to know you a little bit better and next year I, I promise to, to do a better job than that especially because I'm so fortunate to be able to work with you not only you know here at camp but, but, but get to watch you interact with the kids and, and do a great job yeah we get to do kingdom work together too that's right not just uh, the work we get paid for that's right
1: um, well I guess I hope that was uh, one if you're going to work here I hope that's inspiring to realize because it's something I definitely missed out on mm-hmm. was like realizing the impact we have during those younger weeks and just in general really like the lifelong friendships you'll make during high school weeks and middle school weeks and then the, the kind of different stage of junior weeks kind of, kind of getting to be like a mentor and a I don't know someone they look at it's old
0: some of them think we're parents hey shoot I think I see y'all look at me like an old guy They call me coach. They call the girls teachers and they call most of the guys coaches. Yeah, they call,
2: they say, hey coach. We're like, what? I got called archery man all summer.
0: Archery Archery man. man.
2: We were actually talking the other day about how we, we were like, I don't know.
1: We left and we're like, it's Jordan. 25 or 45 he said been married for 15 years yeah, we were <laughs> like, 35 right <laughs> <in the middle. laughs> we were just like man we have no idea actually it could be it like, could be I was like we were, we were saying we were like if he told us he was 25 I'd totally believe it yep. if he told us he was 45 I'd believe that too <laughs> I was right. like I have no idea what's right
2: <laughs> well one thing I will leave you guys with I don't know if we're done but I'm going to say this and you can put this on the back end of it if you want but um there's a there's a particular country music song right now, I believe, uh, Thomas Rhett, and I can't remember the name. I think the song's called like 16 or 17. That's oh, a number. I know that, but the song's about um, no matter what age you are, really starting out early in life no matter what age you are, you're looking forward to the next age so that you can do those things that come with that age, Mm you know, 16, 18, 21, 25, you know, all these ages that come up, the things that come up with those ages Before you. Look at it. How old are you guys? 20, 20, 21, 21. Okay. He's 21. And I felt four days. I felt like that was yesterday. That was 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, is, That, that you get married <clears throat> you have kids before you know it 10 years old. And you're looking up, like, how did all this happen? And they're teaching you the gospel. They're you know, they're they're talking to you about God. And I and I'm sitting there going, golly, I remember when I was 20, 21. You know? And and didn't even kids weren't even on the 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 Front, back, side—they weren't, they weren't even on my mind. What even think about having kids? Both my boys were surprises. I'll tell them that till the day they die. That's what they were—they were surprises, but they were great surprises. Mm-hmm. And um, me and my wife joke about it. And, and it was, it, <clears throat> kids are one of those things that you really don't know if you'll ever be prepared for. And I would say now, just—you know—I've got a ten-year-old and a four-year-old. And uh I would say that even right now, if we didn't have any kids, I'm 35. If we didn't have any kids, I don't know that we would be trying to have kids because I wouldn't feel like I would be ready to be a parent, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so what I'll tell you and the people listening, sorry, I'm getting all choked up, but <clears throat> you'll be 21 years old wishing you were 25 years old, wishing you, you know, I can't wait till I get 25 and have a job and own my own house or whatever it is the goals in your life are. Um, and then, you know, like I said, every age comes with that. You know, okay, well now I've got that. I'm 25. I got that. got all this. You know, when I'm 30, I'm hoping to be making this much money and just whatever your goals may be. Um, just think about, you know, especially if you've got kids If they're little bitty babies, oh cherish that time. Because they're gonna grow up. And the and the people that you have them interact with, you counselors, the way you teach them at home, it's all gonna affect them from when they get older. We worry about kids today, we worry about, you know, what's the future of America. Well, you know what? We need to put more into our kids. Places like Camp Chioka. That's, that's what it's about. Sending kids to, to a camp during the summer that they can learn about Jesus. And, and not just sending them to the camp, but, but also being able to teach them that year-round. And being able to, to learn from them, too. I mean, my son teaches me stuff all the time. I, just on the on the technical side, my parents used to joke around about how I was the only one in the family... They could figure out how to work a VCR. You guys have probably never even messed with a VCR. <laughs> so that, that doesn't seem like that big of a problem for me. I mean, VCRs were still hot when I was in college. And now my son's telling me how he wants to make his own YouTube channel. And and he's got ideas for you know doing this and doing that. And he's teaching me how to work things. And I'm like, I don't even know how this works. But... He's, he's figured it out. And, and technology and kids, everything's come so far that things like this podcast are really, really awesome so that, shoot, one day my son can be listening to this and know how I really feel um, and, and be able to speak to a bigger audience through a little old podcast like this. Be able to tell everybody, hey, if you're a parent and you're worried about sending your kid to a church camp, there's nothing to worry about. They're in good hands. And man,
1: hearing like I don't know if you ever need inspiration to to do your job right for a junior week. Yeah. Or inspiration to do your right, your job right for any level really. To like pour into these kids and be intentional, and I don't know, really care for them. Like a lot of times, I don't think. Like, I know I don't understand. Exactly. Like the love you have yeah. for reds. Like yeah. I I just I just don't get yet.
2: Yeah. I don't have kids. You will. You will.
1: And but like seeing you get so emotional about just their growth and seeing them like you're not you know, you're not sad, you're just no happy. Yeah. <laughs> where are they at where they're at. And like seeing how much you care about them and their future. I don't know, if you if you're a future counselor, like That should be enough to motivate you to really put the time into these kids. Mm -hmm. Because there is someone out there that that put them there because they really care about them. Yeah. And I don't know. That just means a lot, I think.
2: God said time is quick. Our life here on earth is quick. Future generations are based on what the current generation is. And so... We put time into our kids, teach them about Jesus. Trust people like y'all. Um, I feel good about you know our future um, as Christians. So, you know, I can't I can't express to you guys, you know, <clears throat> how grateful I am um, for not only teaching my son this or my, both my boys this summer. But all these kids, I mean, you ran 1,500 kids to this camp this summer. That's amazing. And y'all stuck through it the entire time. And and me as a parent, I've got two boys. I get frustrated with them at times. Two of them. You guys have 1,500 of them running through this camp. So I'm actually more impressed, and I've learned more from you guys than you think. And, and I, I take some of the practices at home that I've learned here on how to deal with kids. You know? And uh, anyway, I could babble on about it forever, but thank you guys. I appreciate you. Um, you're doing a great job. Keep coming back. If you can't come back here, go find another camp. Do something.
1: Find a way to have an impact.
2: Try to, at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Jordan. Yeah, man.